Welcome to another episode of the Providence Friarcast. I'm Mike Hopkins. Thanks for joining me. 1,273 days. No, that's not the last time Providence played a game at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, but it kind of feels like that. That's the amount of time that has elapsed since the last Providence Friarcast episode aired. Quite a bit has happened since I last recorded a podcast with then-incoming freshman recruit Chris Monroe. In my personal life, I began a new job a few months after that interview with Monroe, bought a house in the suburbs about six months after the job, and my daughter was born a few months after that. On the court for the Friars during that time, they had an up-and-down season that ended in a bad home loss in the NIT to Arkansas and now St. John's head coach Mike Anderson, were one of the hottest teams to close out the regular season the next year, including a very exciting game at Villanova where I had my daughter fall asleep for most of it, but it was pretty exciting, I have to say. Luan Pipkin's doing some interesting things down the stretch, making a lot of free throws to win that game. But that season obviously canceled because of the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. And then last year, they had a very weird 13-13 and season. But we are now at November 9th, 2021. It's officially game day in Friartown for real this time. And Providence will play a real basketball game in front of real fans at their real home arena, the Dunkin' Donuts Center. I'm very happy to be back and happy to have Providence basketball back to some semblance of normalcy. It really has been a long time strange road. One of the people in the PCBB 1917 Slack chat said he heard of some folks down near Fairfield making the drive up I-95 just to see their stags likely get blown out by Providence because they miss basketball so much. While college football has been back to normal for the most part this season now for a few months, college basketball being back at the dunk in front of Friar fans, not cardboard Friar fans, feels different. Last season, Providence beat Fairfield by 41 to open their season on November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving. Not sure how much can be taken from whatever performance Ed Cooley's team displays on the Dave Cavett court in this game tonight, but certainly more than John Rustin took from an untelevised exhibition game against Stonehill that he didn't watch. Shout out Nate Watson and his rebounding. But I'm not sure how much more than that, honestly. Providence is old. Some old that has been in the program getting old and other new old that got old elsewhere and used the new transfer freedom the NCAA so graciously gave them to try to make a run with Providence. Again, I'm not sure right now how regularly these podcasts will come out, and I'm not going to do some long deep dive preview. It's the day of the game, literally. But I will say that just in terms of a preview, I did do a deeper dive preview uh, on a podcast about a month ago with Mike Randall, the podcast is called Screen the Screener. You can find it everywhere. Uh, about 15 minutes or so talking about the, the upcoming season, some of the key players, some of the key concepts, the perception of, of Ed Cooley and Providence's season last year and what they might expect coming into this year. Uh, but being old, I think, is, is a good thing, obviously. It'll just be a matter of can some of the new old pieces fit in and how quickly can all these roles be defined because – that has been something that fans have been a little frustrated with, shall we say, with Ed Cooley, is that it seems like, uh, at least the last several years, it's kind of unclear what, what roles guys are playing, when they're playing them, who's playing, which roles when. Uh, the substitution patterns have been interesting. I think basically what you saw uh, against Stonehill 
And then from the box score, you can glean against this close scrimmage against Purdue that they that they won. I think you can see that Ed Cooley probably wants to play eight or maybe nine guys, which is pretty typical for him. And I think most programs is you you have maybe anywhere between six and eight guys that you can realistically play for any any stretch of time. And then you just have to kind of take some time to figure it out. This year, obviously, they have a lot more time to figure it out than they did last year with only 26 games on the schedule. So they have, uh, I think it's pretty much two and a half weeks longer in the season this year um, in terms of the start, starting on November 9th versus November 25th. And they'll have a lot more opportunity in the non-conference against lesser teams, teams that they can be a little bit more flexible about playing time and minutes and spreading spreading that around. And it all starts tonight against Fairfield. So uh, Providence, Fairfield, 7 p.m. Technically, it's on Fox Sports 1. I'm not sure how many people are aware of this because I was only aware of it last week, um, that Providence is one of several teams playing on FS1 basically at the same time in this uh, opening game. Fox Sports is has decided to do uh, a NFL red zone style whip around for these opening games so that all the teams in the league are opening basically tonight roughly around the same time and they'll be mixing and matching between going to close games, seeing tip-offs of every game, in the studio with some different people analyzing some things, back to a different game, over to another game, back to this game. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's a it's a very unique thought. It's something that I guess is worth a shot. Personally, I'm going to watch the actual Providence game on the app, which all the games are available on the app. You can also obviously listen to John Rook and Joe Hassett on WPRO or any of the streaming sites where they are. Tune in, I believe, is is probably the be- one of the better ones to find them if you can't be in range of WPRO. But I, I do think that's kind of an interesting wrinkle to opening night is that you're going to be a, there's going to be a lot of very angry people who tune in to Fox Sports One thinking they're going to watch their team as normal play a full basketball game with normal play by play and color analysis and it's going to be Rob Stone and some people in a studio talking about Creighton uh, or Villanova and they're you know the the Butler fan is going to be wondering what the hell's going on. But I think uh, to the extent that it's worth a shot to do, why not? I really like some of the other ideas. Obviously, the the mic'd up games are really fun where the coaches are mic'd up and you don't really have as much in the way of of formal announcers. Um, So that's a fun wrinkle that they do. So I'd like to see more of that. So I guess they're willing to try things. Fox has been a great partner for the league uh, these last, what is it now, almost eight years, I guess, Uh, a little more than eight years. So um, I guess give them the benefit of the doubt. It's better than having teams stagger starts and not be able to all play on the same day because there's only two channels, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2. There really are not the uh, the breadth of regional networks anymore that the Fox Sports networks are no longer owned by Fox Sports. Um, so it'll be interesting. So if you're looking for the game tomorrow at 7 p.m., you got the radio, Old Reliable, John and Joe. Joe is in uh, midseason form with the referees uh, watching the Stonehill uh, exhibition game. They had, uh, John was, you know, he's, he's his normal self doing his normal thing, 
being a professional. And there's Joe just screaming at a ref, telling him he's an idiot. It really is great to see. Uh, but you can you can get them obviously on the radio broadcast, or you can get the app either on your phone, or if you can figure out how to get it onto your TV. A lot of ways to do that now. A lot of easier ways to do that than when I was streaming my phone to a bars television for game watches back in New York City back uh, maybe I don't know ten years ago roughly. Um. So the game will be on the app to watch. You can watch the whip around on Fox Sports 1. I'll probably have that on maybe another TV just to see what they're doing and check in on it. And then uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be interesting. The The line came out uh, on Monday. Providence favored by 14, which, um, you know, after being this basically this same team last year by 41, um, you know, maybe... Maybe sprinkle a little, if you're in a state that's legal, to do that. A little bit on, on minus 14. But I guess you never know. It is Providence College after all. So I just want to say that uh, it's good to be back. I don't know how often I'll be doing these. I don't know how frequently I will be posting on, on the site this year. Again, it's it's hard with uh, a full-time job and a full-time job as a dad, uh, which will get harder when... I have uh, another child in about three months. I'll be relatively active on Twitter. I've been trying to be more active on Instagram. Do I need to make a TikTok? I don't, I don't really want to do that, but maybe I will. Uh, the best place for me, something I've really enjoyed seeing grow into a community over the last few years is the PCBB 1917 Slack. Uh, if you're interested in what that's all about, head over to patreon.com slash PCBB 1917. Think about joining us there as a, a good, a good, I would say, small but mighty community of of loyal Friar fans and and uh, grilling and cooking enthusiasts, and uh, we we have a lot of fun over there. Occasionally, uh, some sibling fighting that happens during games, but everybody always cools off, and uh, it's become a really a really nice thing during COVID. We were all kind of sort of there for each other a little bit with some different things like sharing the the latest smoking endeavor in somebody's green egg or the latest uh cooking device and pizza and all these different things that that everybody was doing it was kind of nice to see and have a little slice of normalcy when we were all kind of locked down being with no basketball no sports no normal life really for a while um, so head over to patreon.com slash pcbb1917 if you want to take a look at the options there for now, let's all be happy the Providence Friars will play a real basketball game that counts at the dunk in front of non-cardboard fans. As always, stay classy, Friartown. I'll see you next time on the Providence Friarcast.